Let's let's kick right, things off. With the introduction. Let's get into this podcast. <laughs> My name is Juicy J Delaghetto, dude. I know you're waiting for that. This is J Dom. This is Chris. Um, <laughs> Juicy J. This is J Dog. This is Chris. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? As like we said, as you guys can see behind us um, here on this video, there's a lot, a lot of good Kobe moments. Um, I, one of the best things that I love, you know, just having a conversation about who your not just favorite players, but what you guys enjoy the most about them. Maybe your favorite moments about that player, whether it's Kobe, Chris, whether it's LeBron. I'm just kidding, dude. So favorite Kobe moments, favorite sports moments, Laker moments, you guys name it. Uh, why don't we start with the man of the hour, our new co-host, Jason Rodriguez. Yeah, I'll kick it off. You good there, my boy? <laughs> so, no, I'm I'm super appreciative of that that tribute that they put on on behind us um yeah i've been been a kobe fan since since uh, i started watching basketball um so i'm just gonna go off of uh list off some of my favorite moments some kobe moments um i'm sure a lot of kobe fans will remember this um the first one i can remember growing up while actually understanding is that playoff run i don't know if you guys remember this um i believe it they ended up playing the sixers in the finals but um, I started watching and understanding basketball when Kobe was playing with Shaq um, in those early 2000 years. And rem I remember seeing that playoff run where they were going undefeated. They they were kind of running through teams, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0. I think, believe they got to the finals and lost the first game to the Sixers. Um, but that's though that playoff run is actually what kind of really um, got me excited about watching kobe so i was um i just remember how how dominant he was and same with shaq um wait uh, was this afro kobe i believe he had not uh, he wasn't he didn't have a full afro well you can look at him right it was like mine kind of froby that's bit. exactly what i was gonna froby. say i was like <laughs> <Afro. Nice. laughs> um but yeah he and then that that i mean you have to give a lot of credit to ai who just had a ton of heart in that yeah. finals and and um, that was super fun to watch, but for sure that's like one of my favorite one of my favorite Kobe moments. Yeah, that's a great. Go yeah. ahead, Chris. Let's hear this trash. Th this tape. was this was hard because when we, we talked about this, and obviously you and I are huge Kobe fans, so it's hard just to like get down to one specific like Kobe moment where you're like this is. But I did mention I think I think it was just a little bit more like it hit closer to home just because I was there when it happened. It, it's like one of his like. Uh, game winners that they put like in his top 10 I think um, it was a game against Indiana and um, I was there I was sitting like in like the nosebleeds but nonetheless I was there and Kobe gets the ball and he gets it to free throw on his backing down backing down backs down Jarrett Jack turn around fade away game winner like and it's just like and the reason why I feel like like that's it's such a great moment for me is because like, you know how when you're watching games and every time like you're watching a game and your team's losing, and you're like, okay, all that has to happen is this has to happen, this has to happen, then Kobe gets the ball. And then, and so that's what I love about Kobe. Like, watch, when I grew up watching him, it's like, no matter what, you never felt like you were out of that game. Because I remember watching that game and I was like, they're going to lose. Like, Lakers are going to lose this game. Like, I just, but I was like, you know what? Nah. Like, give Kobe, like, a chance. And obviously he came through. And I feel like that was always, like, whenever you're watching like, a game and Kobe's on the floor, you're like, it, they could be down by 20 points, but you're like, Kobe could bring us back. Like, it was never within, like, a doubt, like, he can bring us back. But I think that's why it's, like, that moment was just, like, 
and also being at the game right yeah and just the dis- i just remember like the the fans just like erupting like like i just remember everybody like it was like dead silent and as soon as the ball went through just like boom everybody just erupted and it was just like like i could just like i remember it like clear as day so i'm like that that's a big moment for me yeah that Kobe moment i was gonna say i was uh, those unrealistic comebacks that you're talking about most almost every fan has those you're, yeah. you're kind of oh we need an onside kick or we need um 10 stops and, and a couple buckets and we're back in the game most of the time it doesn't happen but for some reason with kobe it, it not only could happen but it did happen yeah. do you guys remember that raptors game where oh yeah. he kind of went off and just hit a three and another three and, and another three you, and you know what game comes to mind you know what game comes to mind we were actually at your parents house they were playing the kings and they were losing by how much? I think they were losing. I forget how much they were losing by. But then we were like, the game's over. There was like a oh, little bit of time left. The heel yes. on the outside. And then of- your dad walked into the room and he goes, he's like, the Lakers are going to win. It was like less than 10 seconds. They were down by like, I forget how much. And then he's like, watch, they're going to get a stop. Kobe's going to hit a three and they're going to win. And we were like, like exactly and I, I wanted to believe it because I'm mm-hmm. like, it's Kobe. But you know, in the back of your head, you're like, okay, what are the chances? Yeah. Like, even though you have so much faith in Kobe, you're like, let's be real. And then it happens. Is he over this freaking out of bounds line? Money. And I was like, that's just that's Kobe. Like that, he always came through. So I'm like, so many Kobe moments. But man, I miss the guy. <clears throat> I would say my favorite um, Kobe moment. Um, I have two moments actually. The first one, uh, I just mentioned this to Jason. Basically, they were inbounding the ball, and the entire team. I'm not sure it was a team in blue. I think it was the Hornets. Or Dallas, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they were lined up on the opposing side, and everybody was sizing up trying to guard Kobe because they knew the ball was going to get to him. But Kobe not only faked out the entire team, but he faked out the announcers, the cameramen, everybody, because you see Kobe start on this side and then book it, start running this way, then they inbound the ball to him, and basically he gets the score. So he faked out that entire team. Um, it just kind of goes to show that he not was just like a really, really good um, basketball player slash athlete, but he was just a smart dude, mm-hmm. smart player. Um, reminds me of my favorite quote from Kobe that literally says, dedication makes dreams come true. I live by that. <clears throat> I have it tatted on my lower back. <laughs> I'll probably show it <laughs> on the next 10 episodes. I'm just kidding. And then I would say my next favorite one, because we've talked about his athleticism. We've talked about his skills as a player. Um, we've talked about his dedication, how smart he is. But I, I think one thing about Kobe was his toughness. And uh, that moment where Matt Barnes tried to throw the ball at his face to get him to flinch. Mm-hmm. And Kobe, like a real gangster, yeah, didn't flinch, dude. Yeah, that's well, literally like, that's, my, that's like my, my gif for life. Like my picture. You know, you know what? what? Like, even speaking about his toughness, like, just think about, like, and, like, I'm going to throw a little bit of shade here at some people, but, like, just think about this, okay? And Jason, with someone who has a torn Achilles right now, knows how painful this is. Kobe tears his Achilles, walks to the bench, then walks back to the free throw line, drains two free throws, then walks off the court in complete pain. And people forget that was to put the Lakers in the playoffs. Like, they ended up getting, like, swept by the San Antonio Spurs. But still, he put his team in the playoffs. He finished the job, at least for the regular season, and got them there. And I'm like, Paul Pierce gets cramps, carried off the court. 
LeBron James gets cramps, carried off the court. <laughs> like, dude, come on. Like, oh, man. Nah, if that's not toughness, or at, that video at of him best, getting his finger dislocated and, and just popping, it then back he just goes place. back and in the game. Like, it doesn't take a minute off. He just kind of goes back in. He's like, let's go. Was he a little no, bit psychotic? Yes, like Heck I think yeah. people know that. Dude, I, I love have that. some crazy. Love he was so yeah. driven that it's just like nothing was going to stop it. Yeah. Nothing. But man, I miss that guy. You know what? Actually, was one of my favorite like sports crap talking moments. We just talked about this last time too, and it was when it was Paul Pierce's farewell tour, <laughs> and Draymond Green was like, "You ain't Kobe. They don't love you like that." Bro, you know how bad that would destroy me? Like, I just dedicated my entire life to this game. I have multiple championships look, under my belt. Look, you know, you know that Paul Pierce wasn't as important as Kobe when the Celtics traded him. Like, when would the Lakers, even if, like, you saw Kobe and his decline. Like, it was obvious. And that's why, that's why he retired. But Lakers didn't even think, like, yo, let's trade this guy. Like, let, let's get what we can and get, get rid yeah. of him. Like, you're not that guy, bro. Like, no, but yeah, but Paul Pierce had his moment, and he has, he still has his fans. Um, but there's no doubt he's not Kobe. Shut like, up nobody, to the truth. <laughs> nobody's like even uh, questioning that. Didn't he even say that Kobe. he was he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, like, he was, and he's like nowhere near the career that Dwayne Wade had. Yeah, like, he got he got shown up. <clears> I think well, that now. transaction and getting uh, getting Kobe for uh, who who they trade Vladi, Vladi from the Charlotte Bobcats or Hornets at Hornets the time. At the time. You know, sounds like a fair Yo, trade to me. Jerry West, hey, dude. Without dude, Jerry West, like... Oh, that's a go. Drake lyric. Without Jerry West, <laughs> like, who knows? And I, not that I would ever want Kobe not to be like her, but I'm like, I always just, I'm curious, like, what would have been had he just played with the Hornets? Like, would the Hornets have been a great team? Like... Look at the there's a there's a really good question in there. Does Shaq win those yeah. titles? Because Shaq was dominant in Orlando, mm-hmm. went to the Lakers... To again, he did had what Shaq even have came to the Lakers without a Kobe. Yeah, well, yeah, did. because Kobe, was, Kobe wasn't even there yet. Yeah, he was a rookie. And but Jerry West early on, he said, "Hey, oh, yeah. I'm going to get you. I this have guy. this. I have this kid, and you're going to win championships with him." That's what he said. And that's hey, hats off to Jerry West mm-hmm. for seeing that talent at you know at him for su- yeah. at such a, a, a and just, young age. And just think about it. And I feel like people don't because. That's always the argument. Oh, Kobe needed Shaq, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like, look, Shaq was dominant in Orlando. And he had Penny. And Penny was really, nobody, he wasn't a scrub. Like, he was a really good player. But still, they couldn't get over the hump. Bro, were you even born then? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what, though? At the same time. At the same time. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we gotta change some of those sounds, bro. <laughs> like update those. They're like from nineteen eighty, like but like but what I'm saying is if you actually look at the stats, the reason why like they're like, Oh well Shaq got all the finals MVPs. Okay, but look at the stats. Shaq averaged like thirty five points and Kobe averaged like thirty points. You know, it's like it wasn't far off. I mean Shaq was obviously a dominant yeah. force. It was one A, one B. Yeah. They're so it wasn't like it was like a he carried no, him. They needed each other. Same thing with Phil Jackson. Like yeah. you, you gotta give credit there. Without Phil Jackson, probably Kobe or Shaq don't mm-hmm. don't get those as many championships and, as they won. And you know what that's one thing that I can appreciate from Shaq and Kobe is that like you can tell that they both acknowledge the fact that if they could go back in time, they'd be like, yo. We could be something amazing for mm-hmm. years to come. Right. Like they probably, th- if they could have just put their like egos aside, they could have rattled off like seven, eight championships. I think easy. Shaq recently came out to say that he wouldn't change anything. Like he was on a podcast yeah. recently. He's like, um, the Nelk Boys, the Nelk Boys. Yeah, he was. He was 
being interviewed and he said looking back at it now he's like the way everything he said him leaving the lakers like he understands like what kobe needed mm. for the rest of his career to come to make a name for himself and same thing with Shaq leaving and then he talked about the feud how like it wasn't um, it wasn't what the media made it seem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, shout out to Shaq, though. I, I just saw an interview that he had um, regarding, like, his shoes that came out. And uh, I guess he had a contract with Reebok. And he was just like, keep the money. Oh, yeah. I'll still rock your shoes. But <clears throat> so he, he negotiated with his favorite store on the planet, which is Walmart. And basically got some fresh kicks out there for the kids who couldn't afford the really expensive Jordans. Did you guys rock Shaq's? I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> Y'all must be no, rich, rich, bro. <laughs> Y'all must be hella rich. I, I, I'll, I'll rock bro, them now. Coming from the guy who lived on a golf course as a kid. I rock with a Shaq, so. <laughs> no, Shaq's under, well, I don't know if he's underrated, but one of the smartest financial oh, yeah. dudes out there. Yeah. Um, you should go to one of his EDC concerts. Oh, God. I like or the, EDMs, Did you see that recently when he said to his son where, like, he was, like, talking about money, and then he told his son, like, I'm rich. Like I, it's my, I, it's my money. Like you don't have money. I have money, kind yeah. of thing. I would fight like, my dad if he told me that. You would fight <laughs> your dad. <laughs> You're not my like, dad. What do you mean? It's not our son. money. No, I'm your kid. <laughs> I didn't ask. But you know, I feel like that's a good. That's a good thing because it's kind of like it's a, a learning moment, yeah, right? Like you yo, you're not gonna skip your life off my off my yeah i'm sure he's not gonna leave him on the street obviously but it's like yo like you gotta earn your keep yeah you know what i'm saying for sure no nah, i don't dude i'm i'm fighting Shaq if he was my dad and told me, I'm just you're not my dad you're not my <laughs> dad real quick real quick on on that shoe talking about Shaq's shoes i saw did you guys see at foot locker what shoe they they brought back for i don't know like if it, it was like um just like a little T Max old uh, oh, the one with the, nice. the line with the blue the, lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, those are tight. I was like, those are so fresh. I had you those. actually know that your dad bought me my first pair of those. We yeah. were at the mall. We didn't. We got we the same color. You got. I got white with the blue stripe. I think you got the black uh, maybe, with yeah. the. I think. I remember that day. Yeah, I remember we had the same ones. Because your dad, those your dad your gave you cash and like, hey, go buy the T Max, and he's like, here, go buy Chris Summer. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, these guys are related. Chris is Jason's little sister. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we yeah, just a just to kind of let them know we we grew up. We're cousins. We uh, kind of grew up. We're a couple years apart. Um, four years apart. Four years. What's and your you know speaking about? Sorry, sorry, dude. Yeah, they're, they're related. But speaking of um, shoes, which who has the best signature shoe? Non Jordan. Dang, I stump you guys. It's you can, hard you can go. You can argue LeBron because LeBron's shoe. It's hard because a lot of I feel like now, like the way NBA players are making their shoes, it's more they're more structured for basketball. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like they make so it's hard to like. I can't really buy a pair of shoes. I'm like, I'm gonna wear these out like Jordans. Right. Like, excuse me. Um, a lot of them are just like built to play basketball. Right. So it's kind of hard to say best. I would say most comfortable pair of shoe that I ever wore that was a signature shoe. And I've said this before. The the uh, Derrick Rose ones, the Adidas. Those yeah, were I my bought. favorite, mm -hmm. favorite pair of basketball shoes. Were they point. all red? They were all red and they have like the black kind of around the ankle on the top. Those yeah. are like my all time, all time. I bought two pairs of those shoes. And you, you know what I was going to say about shoes, that signature shoes? Now The ones that are being made now by Nike... 
they're kind of all similar in in how they look. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell Giannis and, and Paul George and KD's shoes. Kyrie. Well, Kyrie's kind of have like Kyrie's a, have those like shark know. teeth in the front. But you still, can kind of just tell. I miss the days where it was like AI's shoe. You can right away just be like, oh, yeah, that's, I those are AI's. AI's heavy. Like no disrespect heavy. to Kobe, but his like moon shoes, dude. Those freaking things. <laughs> those are kind of. I you, have know they, you know they brought those. <laughs> they brought those back like a couple years ago, but they did yeah. like the Damian Lillard, John Wall. Yeah, you know which ones like early on that Kobe had that I I loved. They were all silver. Um, they're like, the kind of heights, like semi, they had a metallic kind of look to them. Yeah, I think I know what you um, mean. I think they were the Kobe 2s. Were they Adidas or Nike? No, Adidas. I think, I think they're the 3s were, were my favorite Kobe's. Yeah. Mm. The ones that were like gray and then they had the baby blue on the bottom. We mm. should have a I whole segment about kicks, bro. We should. But honestly, one of my favorite signature shoes, um, we, and we mentioned this player earlier, is Penny Hardaway. Um, his the Penny Hardaway ones, those were sick. If you guys don't remember those, dude, when those came out, like if you had them, you were either like rich, rich, or they were pirata. You know which what I support, shoes, dude. dude? How old are you, bro? Because I'm like, <laughs> like you know which ones the Bill Russell uh, <laughs> no, those Penny Hardaways uh, came out. The Jesus ones were pretty tight. <laughs> Penny uh, Hardaways came out in '94. I was, dude, that, I'm the Eddie Wong, bro. I'm fresh off the boat, dude. So like straight up had fake shoes. <laughs> Oh, like if if you guys ever seen that show, Fresh Off the Boat, with Eddie Wong, mm-hmm. and he's walking with like, and he he's dreaming of the Jordans, and he's <laughs> in China, and he's walking up the stairs, and it's like a big old Jordan shoe statue, and so his grandma, he was so hyped about having the, I think it was the Concords, and he was walking, and the shoes start to fall apart. <laughs> And his mom's like, you got him the cheap fake ones? You didn't get him the expensive fake ones? <laughs> bro, I lived that life, bro. No, dude. I <laughs> dude, we, we were at Disneyland a couple weeks ago, and we were standing by, and there's a guy, we were watching the fireworks. <laughs> Jason looked at his shoes. The guy in front of us was like, yo, you think his Jordans are fake? Yo, the Jordan was doing the splits, dog. Like, it wasn't even like a like a Air Jordan. I was like, yeah. yeah. But you know what, though? Like, Jordan was the gymnastics on that <laughs> shoe, bro. Like, <laughs> Those yeah. are the Olympic Jordans. It was more like the Simone Biles. <laughs> that was in Jordan. Just all doing the splits. You know what, what's crazy is like, you know, Vanessa Vanessa Bryant straight up like wanted to just create shoes that were not only affordable but accessible, and um, was I think she left Nike, right? Yeah. Well, because they were profiting off of him. Like, yeah. They were kind of making money off the fact that he kind of passed away, and that there was like a hot, yeah, hot shoe. I honestly, I hate the. I mean. This might be controversial, but I hate the shoe world right now. Like the fact that you can't go out and just buy the shoe that came out because everybody floods, buys them, and resells them. Because of bots. It, like I get that there's. Um, Did you guys ever U- live like that? UA bat, UA bat, uh, <laughs> for uh, half Dude, the price. Dude, I hate the. I, I hate the fact that I can't just go and, like, well. You, like don't have, you don't hate the market. You hate the resale market. Well, it's just bots. People set up bots. They yeah. buy this and then you, you're yeah. what? What they were selling for like two, three hundred bucks. Now you got to pay like a thousand dollars. People for. aren't buying those shoes because they want to wear them and they want to rock them because they, they're literally some, some. I'm not saying everybody, but there's a lot of people that literally just buy. It's a business. Yeah. I get it. There's money there, but a lot of that nah, just. Do you remember how it used to be, when you would like when a shoe would drop when like New Jordans yeah. like. You got a chic shoe palace. You would ha- you'd have to wait outside the mall. Give like tickets. Yeah, bro. You they would, and then you would always have your guys like your random three guys out there that are trying to like pay you to stand in line for them. And those were like that was like the old school bots, dude. I remember like my buddy used to like literally like get ch- like locks on chains just so no one would fight him for his shoes on his way out. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Cause it, it was that it was that real like you would have to wait in line they give you a ticket then you wait and then like whatever size you wanted wasn't always guaranteed you just picked up whatever they had 
Yeah. So I'm like an eight and a half, and those were like eight and a half all the way to 10, 11 is what always sell out. So I'm like walking out with a size 12 shoe, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to look so stupid with these. I have to wear them. Though. Yeah, yeah. Still have to rock Because all my people are going to them as a 33-year-old man. I know, and, um, I know. I'll, I'll and I'm still an eight and a half. Stuff a bunch of socks inside just so they, <laughs> they don't move around. I did that once. No, I did too. I bought Converse because I, I, re- 